0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, the Happy Easter episode of the 1973 podcast. I believe this is episode eight, and uh, we're ready to tear it up for another week. A lot of stuff to talk about. Got a bunch of emails this week. We're going to try to read one so it doesn't take up the whole uh, podcast, but we're going to get rolling with some stuff. I just want to give a shout-out to to our buddy Scott from Brock Street. Sent us some stuff. I got a nice uh, 2 care for the winter for the rink couple other things and uh we should be uh getting some stuff in the mail for ed and we'll see w- where we go from there but thanks scott if, if you're watching i know uh it's much appreciated and uh you know it's growing by the week we're getting more retraction uh, and uh getting some really good emails sent in and uh this week i think was one of the best ones so far very well thought out Can tell somebody you know has been watching since day one so uh before we get going with the email i want to talk about something that i Brought up a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I want to tell you who the girl was from the MMA that I was talking about. It's uh, Evanyne Bridges. If you Google that, check it out. Good stuff. Maybe we'll see her in the WWE now that they've merged. We'll talk about that too. Uh, that's all. Also, uh, you know, something to talk about the merger with uh Endeavor, and we'll get there when we get to some wrestling stuff. So let's start off with Ed. And read some emails. What do you got this week? All right, fun. tonight.
1: Hey, man, thanks a lot, Peter. Uh, we this is a uh, friend of ours that uh we used to play hockey with many moons ago, and uh, he just says, Loving the podcast. Um, uh, even though even though I, I'm not a 1973er by 21 days, keep it up. So I thought that was pretty nice, Peter. Thanks for the kind words, man. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so his question are, What are your thoughts on the merger between the WWE and, uh, and UFC? Do you think? It will pave the way for more UFC fighters to bounce back and forth between the two entities or even pull double duty, perhaps. Thomas, you're going to go first, man. Well,
2: I think it takes away from the legitimacy a little bit of the UFC with, like, the casual fan anyway. I think they're naturally going to think now, because of how WWE is scripted, that they're going to think that when their guy loses, like, say, last night, they had a pay-per-view and Adesanya beat Pereira and people are going to say, Oh, well, is it fake? Is it, was it fixed? So I don't, I mean, in that respect, I think that it's going to hurt it a little bit, but as long as they keep it two separate entities, which I hear they're going to do to start off with anyway, I have no problem with it. I mean, it's, it's going to be, I mean, Endeavor has got Bitcoin. I mean, so I think they're going to be able to throw some money in it if they want to. And I think as, as long as you don't get too many hands in like the UF and the, in the, uh, WWE's creative meetings, I think I'd be all right because too many cooks just ruins it.
0: Any and- thoughts? Oh, okay. Um, so here we go with this, uh, a lot of different angles to hit it with, um, Putting McMahon in charge again, I think was a bad move for them. I mean, I know it was probably part of the deal in order for him to, you know, let it go. I'm sure he's got to, uh, you know, be in charge. That's just, he's that type A personality that he is. And, um, a lot of people are unhappy there. Uh, you already, I don't know if you saw some of the cryptic things like, uh, Bailey had said that she's out and, uh, things like that. Um. I think that uh, he's long and he, if he wants to run the business side, but I'm fine with that. But as far as like the creative side, he's, everything's got a sh- uh, shelf life and he's never been on the pulse of what's happened. And probably since, I mean, even the attitude era, that was all stolen from like the Jerry Springer and all that, you know, that's what they got. <laughs> and e- ECW was, uh, you know, they'll never admit that they stole stuff, but, you know, Shane was watching uh, ECW back then and he, you know, he probably put some ideas and stole it for his own and Vince Russo was involved. And so I'm going away from the UFC merger, but um, I think that, uh, you know, it works when it, when it's good. Like, you know, if, if guys want to stop fighting in UFC and make that transition to WWE, like, you know, Shamrock did and Dan Severin and, you know, Brock Lesnar's bounced back and forth. I mean, even, I don't know how deep Matt Riddle was in, in UFC you know, I never saw him fight in UFC. I haven't watched it in a long, long time. Maybe I should start again. Um, he probably. But, a long time. Yeah, I mean the the CM Punk thing. You know, uh, I, I think it's good when it works. When it's, you know, but I agree with Tom. Keep it separate. You know, uh, on the flip side of that, there's a ton, ton of companies that they could have sold to that it would have been worse. I mean, if they had sold to Disney, I mean, yeah, it would have really- been just imagine what disney would have done with that i mean they could have tore it all up and you know i'd like to see the uh a little bit more of what ecw does i mean not uh, say see, see the blood come back a little bit you know for high profile matches storytelling not not over the top but you know like I, I'm a big fan of you can't have a, a cage match of any kind, whether it's elimination chamber, old school cage match, hell in a cell. If there's no blood, then there's no storytelling. You get you gotta gotta have some kind of color in that. And uh, you know it, when Cody was getting beat up by Brock Lesnar the other night, could have used a little bit of color just to get it over. You know as as uh, you know just a story building. Uh, you know that match with him and Roman Reigns. That could have used a little bit of color. Both guys could have been busted open. It would have would have been fantastic, you know, especially with the outcome with Cody losing, which I, I could not believe. But it's almost like uh there's your punishment for uh leaving. It's coming back full tilt, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean the the merger in itself, I think it's good. I think uh it it, it was bought by a company that understands kind of the what they had. It, rather than it being like a disney or a, you know could have been betty Crocker that bought it or procter and gamble or well, it could have been a lot worse so you know just we'll just see uh i'd like to see uh you know aw get back as a competitor with that now push themselves a little more i know drew had put something out too that he wants to leave so we'll see it, it's uh as usual with interest in it, it it's uh it's something to talk about on the podcast and something to keep us going and whatever, keep people watching and, and whatever.
2: You'll see a couple crossovers. Like I know Daniel, Daniel Cormier is a huge wrestling fan. He's retired from the USC, but he does announcing for them. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him come over, not to say he's going to start wrestling, but you may see him come make it a couple appearances, maybe become an announcer or something. And I mean, I know Conor McGregor is a huge fan, so he'll probably make an appearance, not to say – He's gonna get involved in it, anything, but at least just just get get a rub off of it, I guess, for try to bring more fans over. I mean, granted, most WWE fans are UFC fans, and vice versa, but I think they'll try to get as many new eyes as they can on it.
0: Yeah, that's that's. uh that's always what they wanted, you know. It, it's like a lot of these businesses; they don't worry about the audience they have. It's the audience they don't have, and it and it's almost like a slap in the face of the people that have been with you since Jump Street. And it happens with a lot of different things. So not just not just that, but it's typical typical for them. So, and thoughts?
1: Yeah, my thoughts are: I first and foremost, I think it's great. Um, You look at the production value that WWE has and the crossover potential that that has with UFC and promotional wise from how WWE really gets their people good on the mic. And I mean, and Tom, I'm sure that you can agree with me on this one, the guys in the UFC, you know, there's only so many Connors, you know, Um, there's only like, and that's the thing is, is like, that's how you build that excitement for the fights, you know? Um, So I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's kind of great. I mean, there's always been going to be crossing over, you know, I, I would have to say that, you know, um, you know, you can take either a pro or a con about, you know, that the fans are going to think it's fixed or not. Well, I mean, you, you I mean, I would say look at more Vegas than anything else, and that would probably be the true kind of like true take on what's going to happen, um, you know, and so that's that's my thing is is uh, I think it's great, um, you know, I really think that there's a lot of potential because I do feel like that USC has kind of like lost a lot of steam since they switched from Fox to. Um, ESPN, uh, you know, with the with the broadcast, ESPN always preempts them with you know um, other sports that you know it's like look, um, I, like I'm I'm tuning in to watch UFC. That's that's my thing. I I'm your I, I'm supposed to be your key demographic, you know, and um, you know, and they've pushed it to to the you know to espn2 you know and it's and like if something goes extra long on on espn2 then you know then all of a sudden it's uh you know it goes to espnu or whatever so i i think that um you know having the the publicity machine that the wwe is is the wonderful thing because i really think that the abc slash espn deal slash disney slash national geographic you know uh you know I think it kind of hurt UFC quite a bit. I mean, from a business standpoint, it made complete sense why Dana and uh, and the guys made that decision to go with that. It was, it was show money. So that's my take.
0: Yeah. I thought it was funny that Dana White had said that Vince McMahon's his boss now. So that's, that's pretty comical to look at it like that, that Vince McMahon's higher up on the toll and pole than, uh, than Dana White is. So it's, um it's definitely going to be interesting to watch it play out. I'd like to see them, uh, eventually get away from the Peacock Network and uh, get one combat sports network that is WWE library with their pay-per-views plus UFC all in one, just in one, you, you know, Overhead. you could, if that's your thing, you, you're all in with it. You're going to get the UFC pay-per-views. You're going to get WWE pay-per-views, everything under that Endeavor umbrella on one, streaming network whether what they call it I don't know Endeavor maybe whatever but just to get everything in house and kind of have maybe somebody that's never watched UFC that watches wrestling maybe click on a couple of you know things that are on the the network because they pay for it and vice versa so it's it's pretty interesting but I think uh you're gonna see that stuff happen more often now with big mergers like that with with different things and I just uh you know, I, I just something to talk about, something else to talk about, and uh, you know McMahon back in the picture. That's um, always interesting. So, uh, with that being said, thoughts on uh, the WrestleMania fallout?
2: I I'm like you. I'm shocked that Cody Rhodes didn't win. I mean it. It. I don't really know. I mean, after the pay per view, they did it's funny, they're kind of copying now AEW by having like press conferences and they had Roman Reigns there. And he was saying that it's a lot. He said that he said when he came back from his having his cancer scare, that he told people he wanted to tell a long story and that he's telling people that this is only act three. He says, it's a long, long, it's going to be a long, long storyline. So keep, so I don't know. I mean, I, I agree. Like after he said that just this past weekend, Kurt Angle came on a podcast and he said that, this isn't the old 80s territories where you haven't – Ric Flair was champion for how many, however many years. He said you can't have a champion now for three years. And it's just people today with a TikTok mentality, they don't want to sit there and watch something that long. They, they want everything now. They want instant gratification.
0: Yeah, that that's lousy when it comes to that. I I don't agree with that. I like uh, I like something long drawn out gives you takes you on a ride, whether it's good bad. At least you're emotionally invested in it. I think that's what the wrestling aspect of the psychology of it is. I mean, if you you look at it like it's pro sports, those guys are playing for championships. That's that's what they're on the road for.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: if you're not basing your psychology around your wrestling company about everybody competing for the championship and being in it for that, then what do you, you got to create a conflict. You got to create a story. So if Roman Reigns is your guy, then okay, I get it. But I mean, they, they took the belt off flair every now and then, you know, so. Good. Yeah. Even like, you know, as much as whether you like them or not, seeing a 16 time champion, they, you know, they, they did him, you know, like that, too, for a little while, uh, not to the extreme that of a run that Roman Reigns has got, but the talent pool now is a little bit uh, sketchy compared to even in the ruthless aggression era. There's no, I mean, there's no Randy Orton on the regular. There's no Batista. There's no Edge. There's no Undertaker. There's no CM Punk. There's no Brock Lesnar and all in that, you know, that scene of picture. He he had guys to, to bounce off of. Not too much to bounce off that believable in a storyline for for Roma Reigns you know what I mean it's 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 a tough sell now but uh thoughts Ed on uh you know just the fallout with
1: Cody not winning I, I just was surprised that they didn't get Cody the belt you know knowing that this knowing that the thing that's on tonight with Dusty uh on A&E I, I mean I figured that, that would be kind of like the natural kind of like okay I yeah. it, you know it was like this is like the, the week and a half to two weeks of Dusty type thing. And I was re- so I'm really shocked to see that it kind of went in a different direction.
0: So staying on the topic of wrestling, we're going to stick with that for a second. Uh, passing a bush, uh, bushwhack a uh, butch this week. Uh, with that being said, those guys are in the Hall of Fame.
1: Are they? Hall of famous Thoughts? yes, sir. yes. Sir. Absolutely. Man, cause, uh, let me, And the reason why I say that, it's kind of, it's in my take on it is it's because, man, when they were on the mic, man, they got your attention. Right. I mean, I never saw them live or anything like that, but they, they, they were always crisp in the ring for the most part. You know, they, they were really good on the mic. And I, I so I'd have to say that the way that for a tag team, they have two guys that kind of really got your attention, you know, kind of brought you into that storyline and everything like that. I mean, I, I think so. You know, I, I think so. You know, I mean, that's my take. It's funny.
2: The fans, only the most fans are going to look at him and WWE and say they were just a comedy act, but a lot of people don't realize how good they were in the AWA as the sheep herders, and they weren't yeah. the comedy act there. So that's where I think they got in the Hall of Fame just through that run right there in, in the AWA.
0: That that should take. So two guys say in. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, and this is why. Demolition is not in the Hall of Fame. Demolition is a better team than the Bushwhackers slash what I know them as, the Sheep Herders. I always try to look at it, and uh, I have the uh, Portuguese Phantom. We're going to bounce this one off him, but he would say the same thing. Did those guys – did you go – to see those guys were those guys the ever main eventers I'm going to say no I'm going to say maybe merch main eventers but not as far as uh, a tag team main eventer um, I'm going to have to draw the line I'll be the ying to the yang I'll play devil's advocate I'm going to say and and I'm going to say they're not hall of famous but but it's good good to uh, bring it up Seeing that butch passed away so we only got one left, and uh, you know, as as the the clock ticks, there's uh, less and less of those guys coming through the door. But they are uh, very, very unique individuals. the the They're the prototypical guys that could not hold a nine to five job, and were perfect, perfect for wrestling. I mean, they wrestled everywhere. They, here they Jim Barnett when they were in Australia. They came here. They were in Florida. They wrestled in Georgia. They wrestled in Mid-Atlantic a little bit for Crockett. They wrestled everywhere. I think they even had a small run through world-class, but a Portland, too, with Don Owens. So if I'm still going to stick to my guns. I'm going to say not Hall of Famers, but we'll digress from that, and we'll start uh, We're we'll talking some, uh, some NHL playoff picture. Thomas, your Bruins. What do you got?
2: I'm telling you, there's still a still a train. There's still a wagon right now. I mean, they just they beat the Flyers tonight, and they were beating with an AHL team for the most part.
1: <laughs> wow, <And> that <laughs> okay. is fact, though. That is fact, Thomas, because I Dude, believe that there were seven guys listen, who sitting tonight.
0: Yeah, there, there were, uh, and uh, you know, I could not. This is this this is the saddest. And all the time I've been watching that team. Since I got cable in 1980, I've been watching those freaking flyers. And I'm going to tell you that this it's embarrassing to see opposing fans in that building getting away with that. Because it they were no – you've been, Tom. You know how it is. Yeah. That's it. Whether you like it or you don't like it. They were known for that. It's awful. How can you be chanting, we want the cup. <laughs> in that building i don't get it, it it's blows yes. my mind this is the worst i've ever seen them as far as like it i've i've they've had bad teams but well, up until 2 years ago their trend was in the playoffs one year missed, mm-hmm. in, miss in miss in this is the first time they missed the playoffs in the entire team's history for like three straight seasons what the hell is going on i'm telling you uh, chuck fletcher made some awful moves and when you hear all that stuff about him with the app that he would he was putting trades through, what, what was he going on NHL twenty three and seeing if the trades would go through and then making deals like that? It's terrible, absolutely terrible. There's no no, no knock against the guys. It's it's the whole culture of the, the thing. Now the fans are are terrible. Now it, it's I don't it's, I don't have anything. I mean, it, it's sad to say. The thing that sucks is everybody I know. That likes hockey. Their teams won a Stanley Cup. I'm the only freak. Half these guys like hockey because I'm the guy that was the gate for, for getting them into hockey. All their teams have won. And I'm sitting here with my thumb on my ass. It feels <laughs> character. It feels character. Don't worry. Yeah, it, it's like the Roman Reigns thing. It's it's a long drawn-out story. Yeah, this yeah, is man. what's this, Act Three? Is it's this gonna, Act come, Three?
2: You're gonna appreciate it more when they get it. It's yeah. Like, what, it 86 Year Curse.
0: Yeah, they're gonna. They're going to send me a ring in the mail. Well, if they're on an 86-year Chris I don't think I'm going to see the
1: Stanley Cup. <laughs> patience, young grasshopper. Patience. Yeah. <laughs> young Jedi, patience. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's like ty-
0: trying to take a crap on an airplane. You want to make it seem like you just went in there for a quick one. <laughs>
2: well, the, the last week of this playoffs, like I mean, the, of the season, the regular season's going to be interesting because the last two spots in both conferences are up for grabs for the wild card. Yeah. And- yeah, going to be yeah. a pretty good race between the Panthers, the Islanders, the Pens, and even the Sabers. Sabers still have, I think, four games, so they've got a couple games in hand on these other guys, and they're, uh, I mean, they're five, five or six points behind right now. But if they win those games, they're gonna, they're gonna have a chance.
0: So, who out of the the teams in the East that are available for the Wildcat? Who do you want to see in?
2: I, I wouldn't mind seeing the uh, Panthers and the Islanders, but I don't want to see – I'm tired of the Penguins. I, I'm i not a Sidney Crosby fan. I just don't like his attitude. The guy's great. He's a hell of a player. He's just got a piss-poor attitude for the most part, and I just don't – I don't think – I think they're he's – they're on the downswing. I promise you,
1: no. you better be careful. We may have to get legal involved in here on this one. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's the matter with you, man? Coming hard on Crossing like that? Damn, so what you
0: so what you're saying is you want to see him get the Billington. You want to see him get a punch in the face.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ed thoughts on uh the East Wildcat? Who do you want in? Well
2: the Panthers like probably,
0: The Panthers would probably be great for you locally. You could probably watch more if they if they were on, right? Or,
1: Actually, it's uh, Nashville. Yeah. I'd, rather see, I'd say I'd i like to see Nashville and the Islanders hop in. You now, know, and i yeah. not going to lie, it kind of would be nice to have Buffalo in the conversation for the first time. I know. It's been probably, what, 15, 20 years since they've uh, been in the playoffs, right?
0: Well, the, you know, that the only good push they had was 99. When they lost yeah. to the Stars, that was it. So they haven't really done much since then. Right. Yeah. But yeah,
1: – yeah. um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still my... – I'm Go still ahead. sticking I, with my picks, man. I'm still going. I, I really think it's going to be Tampa and Colorado in the finals. I, I like, they're both just really com- complete teams. And I mean, honestly, like Colorado, man, they got jets, man. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Edmonton is going to play them really hard. Um, but I, I'm just saying, this is that Avalanche, man. They just looked like a machine last year. You know. Just yeah. Saying.
0: What's tough for me is uh, you'll like for me. I'll like a team. I'll get. Get involved with them. I'll get invested in them. But it, they, when the NHL force feeds certain teams, like they used to with the Penguins, and they did with Colorado when Rawal was there, and and those guys, it it, it makes you hate it. it. It's like when WWE would push, you know, certain guys down your throat. It's like when you're force feeding certain teams, and there's teams that are like just as good that don't get the the conversation. Like you know, like the the Crosby Malkin is, and then it's you know. When a team starts getting force-fed, I I become anti-involved with them. You know, it's like you already want to see somebody, like, take the legs out from under them. Uh, I'm going to
1: interject here. So this would be kind of almost like you're a great disdain for the local talented team that's about 60 miles from your house. You know, that has that B with the spokes coming off of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And then break
1: out that uh, yellow jersey with the big bear on it.
0: Yeah, speaking of breaking out a jersey with a bear on it, we recently got some news about a team with a bear on it that I I might be the first Bruins team I have to root for in this, my entire lifetime. So, but that's just just because the kids are involved. If the kids weren't involved, they get the, it's uh, a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Buffalo get in. Just, just, you never know You, you tiptoe into the playoffs and you get a little momentum like Jersey used to do. And, you, you might
2: roll. The goalie is playing really well.
0: Yeah. Um, Davey? Who is it? Devin Levi?
2: Yeah, Devin Levi. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's uh, Northeastern.
2: Yep. Now, um, I haven't talked crap about the Pens. Looking at the schedule, they've got the easiest schedule left. They've got the Blackhawks in Columbus. Typical. So, and um, now the Panthers, Depend. they have a tough schedule, but it depends on if the team sit people cause they they've got the Leafs and Carolina left. So yeah,
0: I don't think, it. I don't think, uh, I thought the Panthers had a better team last year Yeah, and, and they were like a wet fight. So, I mean, I think, I don't think the Kachuk factor is really going to make that much of a difference. Um, so, you know, are they built for the playoffs? I don't think so. Um, I'd almost rather see the Islanders get in just because they got a little bit more grit to them. Uh, I so, tell you,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm worried about the Bruins playing in the first round just because of their defense and the goalie. I mean, they're tough. They met they they're just a tough out. Either way, it's gonna it's not going to be a cakewalk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the, maybe not um, maybe not next week's podcast, but the podcast after that, going through the playoffs should be absolutely sick when we're yeah. all. Yeah. All the games will be on TV. We'll be able to watch almost everything, and it'll be, you know, full tilt right in, right till the end. So it'll be great. We'll
1: we'll have a lot of time to uh, to hit that hard. So hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here about the TV because yeah. uh, we are we are always a, a great we're always great to hammer a certain particular network about their uh, rather poor handling of our uh, beloved sport of hockey. Yeah, I will say. I mean, ABC yesterday, man, they had hockey all day long. Yeah, good games that were on, and then last night, um, if you if you took the time to to watch the uh, NCAA final, man, oh, exciting game.
0: It was, game, it was game. actually they had it on and on the plane when we were coming back. Oh, okay. was okay. Yeah, so it was cool. I mean, uh, you don't get that too often. I mean, uh, if you're gonna fly, fly with Delta. They got this cool thing right now where it's in the back of the headrest. They have all kinds of movies, live TV, and TV shows already logged in. So all you do is you get the headphones, you can pick whatever movie you want to watch. I mean, they had even like up-to-date movies and it was all free with the flight. So shout out to Delta. We'll, we'll take you as a sponsor anytime you want. Absolutely. Uh, give us some free miles. We'll, we'll plug the shit out of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything I post online will be hashtag Delta. Yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah, so uh, Delta was great uh, to fly with uh a lot better than some of the other airlines we've used over the last uh, few trips. So, uh, With that being said, we're going to segue over into some music. And uh, Tom, pick of the week. What do you got for an album this week?
2: Band up your own heart. I know they're tight with you. You're tight with them. It's Kiss, <laughs> Kiss World, the best of Kiss. Oh, okay. And yep. It came out in 2017, I guess. It was a release. It's like the best of. It's yep. got... A ton of music on it that i love detroit rock city lick it up was one of my favorite songs i mean that I, you don't really hear live all that off often but it's one of my favorite songs hard luck woman shout it out loud dr love love gun it's just there's 20 songs on it and there's probably 16 of them are probably songs that i play on my almost every day on my ipad
0: Great lyrics for kids. And then when you're like 18, 19, and you find out what all those lyrics are about, you're like, what the hell was I listening to? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah. So uh, a little bit of music controversy this week. Uh staying in the Doc McGee camp. Uh Mick Myers had come out with some uh kind of some dirt per yeah, sure. se on the on the band, how he got uh, you know, ousted uh a- as he put gaslighted. Uh Tom, thoughts on that.
2: I, it's crazy. It, you know, it's he, the only guy he must have personal, I'll say personal beef, but the guy he called out by name is Nikki Six. So I don't know if Nikki Six is like the guy that I think Vince Neal and Tom, Tommy Lee are just like, they just want to fucking play. They don't care. I think Nikki Six is the one that's all about the money and he's like the businessman of the group. So I think that's the biggest thing. But I mean, I feel bad for Mars because he's got that condition that is really really bad so i mean i can see i can see both sides because he he doesn't want to tour but he still wants to be he still wants to be in the band says he's in the band and still wants to play i i just don't i don't know it's a tough situation to to figure out because i mean i can see both sides of the coin i mean now that like you say that they're both spilling tea on each other now with them saying that he sucks on tour now. He, when he was last year's tour, that he was screwing up the chords and screwing up songs, and then now, Mars is coming out just with all kinds of shit talk. Brings up the what was it? The manslaughter charge against Vince Neil. I mean, that's it's getting kind of kind of nasty.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, he was saying stuff about how some of the tracks are pre-recorded, and yes. you know, Nikki Six doesn't play bass on all the songs, and all that stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun if you're, you know, a spectator and you're just watching it unfold. And it, I, I've never seen, um, I've never seen an industry where four guys, no matter what band it is cannot get on the same page to make millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. I, it's like, if those guys had to work a regular nine to five, they would jump right back on that train and in, uh, in a minute, and you know say what you
1: want
0: those guys they don't know how good they have it with you know just the accolade and the music catalog and the things you've done and probably the things that you've seen that you can't say and all that stuff ed thoughts
1: yeah i mean first and foremost man i mean how can you not love kiff you know i mean really they I, I mean, I've seen the ticket prices for the upcoming, you know, last yeah. ever tour. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I do feel like some of the prices are, are a little high. I mean, I, obviously, you know, not to get political, everything has got, gone up in price. Oh, obviously, everything. Yeah. You know, but what I'm saying is is that, like, they they put on a great show. They come out and they and they really, truly, they sound great. Their pyrotechnics are great. So, I mean, I, I get it, you know. Um, the whole thing with Nikki Six and... and You know, look, I I agree with you, Andy. Man, like, how can you not like, dude? Like, you're—it's a license to print money at this point. It's not—you've already done all the hard work. All you have to do is like, hey, we're going here. Um, how many shows can we plug in, and we don't want the promoter to lose lose their shirt, and we want to make as much money. Where are we torn? Yeah, I mean, how how, hard—that's not hard, you know. I I don't get it. Like grinding every day, like you know, you know, we'll we'll go into a nice little segue into that, you know, because it is hard times you know i mean <laughs> yeah see what i did there yeah, yeah i'll be here until about 8 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true
0: it's true but speaking of that uh we're gonna wrap it up for another week a lot of things in the in the works uh, we're gonna work and try to get everything uh bigger and better every week and keep those emails coming in Uh uh, like subscribe help us out uh do all that fun stuff uh just to keep the the train rolling and uh we'll we'll keep getting bigger and better and uh we're just trying to do our best every week the answer email send them in uh you know it's in the description below and just keep sending them in we'll if it doesn't get on this week we'll get it on another week uh we'll do our best to keep everybody uh happy and keep the fans coming in and uh we're, we're gonna we're not like kiss, but, but we're getting no, we're yeah, yeah, If you if you wanted the best, you know, this is the way you should be. Nope. <laughs> no, no pyro, but we do sing all our own music. That's it's all right. no, our voices. There's Down no middle. tracks here. We're not nope. we're not overdubbing. We're uh not autotuning. Nope. It's a gonzo shoe. It's a one take. We don't edit nothing. So
1: uh what you get is what you get. That's right. So. I want to go out and interrupt you just for about 10 seconds. Portuguese phantom, the foul <laughs> cabinet of excuses. Not happening, brother. Remember, the cream rashes to the top, and this is hard time.
0: Yeah, and uh, the budget doesn't call for uh, a fourth one. So uh, let's, if you're not willing to do this pro bono, it ain't happening. You got to attach yourself to the train at the beginning. Don't, don't be running alongside for uh, the money train to show up. so with that being said uh oh tom got
2: something we got a couple of our og fans it's their birthdays today i want to wish darren a happy birthday and javi happy birthday guys yep
0: yep. Uh,
1: yeah happy birthday boys
2: yeah darren
0: thanks for always uh since day one being a fan of the show and and you know pumping ties and stuff like that and have we haven't seen you in a while we're thinking about you Try to yeah, get it you. yeah we're, we're, we're totally thinking about you. We didn't forget about you. We want you to know that. If you see this, we're thinking about you. Reach out. We'll see you next week, guys.